All right, guys. So you know what? I decided I'm going to do a podcast. It's uh, Wednesday night. Just got finished with uh, Route 66 roulette. You know, it's um, it's gaining some traction. I think. You know, I keep saying that every week, and every week I keep wanting more. But I think um, I think we had a good show out tonight. The uh, it's from seven to nine every Wednesday, and uh, what we do. When people come into the establishment, we fan out a deck of cards to them. And, hey, do you want to play first off? And if you want to play the game, it's free to play. We um, allow them to take a playing card. And they get a number. Uh, Fleming and I sit up front. And uh, we kind of host and MC the event. We have a wheel up there called the Wheel of Misfortune. It's a Route 66 roulette. Um, I think it was a clock at one point or something that Fleming had. But it's got 12 numbers on it. <clears throat> 1 through 12, obviously, 12 numbers. It wouldn't be uh, 7 through 13 and then 10. I mean, it's 1 through 12. Pretty self-explanatory. But um, we uh, spin the wheel, blah, 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 blam. The uh, needle lands on a number. So if that needle lands on, let's say, number 2. Let's look up. Let's see what uh, number 2 is for this week. Because I just made the list for this coming week for... I think that is the uh, the 6th of February, so February 6th, this coming week. What did I say? Number four? What did I say? Okay. You spin the wheel, whatever number it comes up on, there's going to be an artist assigned to that number, or a band assigned to that number. Artist, band, whatever. Whoever the artist is up at the mic at that point, whether it's Fleming Ward, whether it's Paul Pietrofesso, whether it's... Um, uh, new guy Josh that came out tonight. I'll talk about him in a minute. Whether it's uh, Ron Scott, um, no, no, not Ron Scott, John Scott, uh, Johnny Famous as he calls himself, whoever is up there at the moment. So I spin the wheel. It comes up on number three. Number three this week is going to be Willie Nelson. So if that uh, artist that's up there can play a song by Willie Nelson successfully, doesn't have to be pretty. If they can play a song by Willie Nelson, then whoever has number three out in the audience is going to win a free sample of any beer on the wall, uh, which we have up to 40 beers at any given night. So it's interactive open mic. So tonight was pretty good. We had Fleming up there to begin with, and then uh, a guy named Josh showed up. Uh, they're with a new band. Uh, I've got their business card in my back pocket here. Not a new band. I don't know how long they've been a lot, been around, but we're going to talk to these guys. Uh, the Noisy Boys Studios is the card that I have here. So Noisy Boys Studios. I don't know if you can see it. The back of the card says "Do It for the Noise." It's a pretty cool card. Pretty simple. Uh, black on one side, white on the other. Uh, white lettering on the black side. Black lettering on the white side. It's kind of cool. Studios at gmail.com. That's how you can contact these guys. They're on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, and it looks like YouTube as well. So get out there and check these guys out. I talked to them tonight. Josh and Christian is the other guy's name that was there. I'm going to hopefully have them on the podcast sometime next week. We are planning on Tuesday as a possible date to get together. They'll sit uh, right across the table from me here in uh, a couple chairs. We'll put a mic in the corner there. 
they'll share a mic, um, and uh, hopefully they're going to do some performing. But I want to find out who these guys are, where they are from, how they got started, how they got together, you know, all those questions, and kind of figure out who these guys are because they they kind of blew me away tonight. You know, he came in, uh, Josh came in with his guitar, and uh, once Fleming kind of took a break, Fleming said, hey, yeah, you, you look like you're here to play. You want to come up and play a couple tunes? Josh says, do you mind if I do any originals? And uh, Fleming said, you know what? We prefer originals. And we do there at Homegrown Brewhouse. Um, covers are welcomed, but we do prefer original tunes, if at all possible. So uh, Josh got up there and rocked out about three songs. Um, he definitely said he did not know any songs by any of the artists that were on the, the, the roulette board. So we didn't um, make him do any of the, the uh, roulette over there. So... Hopefully next week, maybe he pops in and maybe he knows some of the artists that I've got scheduled for this week. But but I want to get those guys in, Josh and Christian, on the podcast and have them perform some of their unique music for us because they were fantastic. It was really good. I was really impressed. I'm going to actually schedule them for a time to come in in March as well and play at Homegrown. And if I could find a slot for them, I'd like to have them. I mean, they were so good. I'd like to have them as regulars there at Homegrown. To be honest, so that may be a thing. Speaking of Route 66 uh, Roulette, uh, February 6th, the lineup that we have coming up. Here's the lineup: one through 12. So I've got Merle Haggard on here. Got Pink Floyd, Willie Nelson, Led Zeppelin, Johnny Cash, Eric Clapton, The Eagles, Bruce Springsteen, John Mellencamp, Bob Dylan, John Lennon, and then something new for this week. The 12th spot is going to be a wild card spot, so it's artist choice. So if you happen to have a number 12, if you draw a number 12 on the on the cards there, which a number 12 would actually be a queen, then it's a wild card. Whatever that artist can play, if they can play some kind of cover tune, no matter what it is, you're going to win. So the wild card is the spot to be, number 12 this week. Uh, we'll rotate that wild card through a couple of different numbers every week when it comes up. So... Also, on the wild card, if you draw one of the two Jokers, there's a big Joker and a small Joker, as you know, in every deck of cards. If you draw one of the Jokers, you're going to have a wild card as well. So, no matter what that number lands on in that case, if it's 1 through 12 and you got the Joker, you're a winner if that artist can play a song by that band that is in that slot. So, that's the way Route 66 Roulette is going to work uh, this coming Wednesday, 7 to 9, on February 6th. <clears throat> Speaking of music there at Homegrown, I'm just doing a short thing, guys. I know, <laughs> I say that all the time. I don't know what's, I don't know what I, I don't know what's going on. But, um, speaking of music, we'll come back to that. Matter of fact, so I'm talking about these guys, the Noisy Boys uh, Studios guys. I want to get them in on Tuesday. I also, hopefully, I'm going to have Finally, we've had to cancel twice between the both of us. Finally, uh, Yaden Smith of the Somerville Advice Givers podcast is hopefully going to be on uh, this coming Tuesday as well. So that's going to be a treat. We're going to try and do a, a collab between the two of us. Uh, we'll do the first half um, as the Somerville Advice Givers podcast, and then we'll do the second half as Craft Conversations, kind of do a joint effort. Let me write these guys down. So Noisy Boys, 
We want to make sure we mention those guys. Um, Somerville Advice Givers and uh, just Yaden in general. Uh, we talked about Route 66 Roulette. You know, if anybody wants to be an intern and write down this shit and pull shit up on the monitor and on the computer and do whatever, contact me at craftconversationspod at gmail.com. And you can come in and kind of intern and do, figure out how I put together a podcast, how it all works, and also help me <laughs> put this stuff together. So I don't have to sit there and <clears throat> take time out of your uh, time, the listener, the viewer, to write down and jot down stuff. But that's where I'm at right now. Uh, we've got uh, tomorrow night. It's a big night for us here at Homegrown. I'm going to put this episode out actually on a Thursday instead of a Friday because I want to get... The word out to however many listeners I have out there, followers, that 40 Mile Detour is going to be in the house at Homegrown Brew House tomorrow night. They are going to play from 8 to 10. Uh, Mark Yampowski and his crew are going to come out and just put on a fantastic show. As always, we love to have them at Homegrown. It's been a long time since they've been in there. Uh, from what I've heard from Fleming, they're going to bring a fiddle player with them as well. So that's going to be uh, exciting. I've texted uh, my um, my trivia crowd out there at Groucho's Deli, and I need them to bring the heat this week. I know at one point, I think the biggest crowd they brought into Homegrown is about uh, anywhere from 15 to 18 people. I can't, I, you know, I didn't keep a, a solid head count, but I want them to bring as many of, of their teams that they have this this coming Thursday night into homegrown afterwards because we need to we need to support 40 mile detour and really get a solid crowd out there we want them to come back we want them to continue to support homegrown brew house because we support them and they they always bring a fantastic time with them so i'm hoping the groucho's deli and the wise guys trivia guys get out there to homegrown tomorrow evening to witness 40 mile detour because it's going to be fantastic we're going to do a um since it's national uh, what did Caleb tell me today? It was National um, Canned Beer Day tomorrow or some shit like that. I don't know what it is. Something about cans and beer. So we're going to do a $3 can special throughout the night uh, starting at 4 o'clock until, the, until, the, until we close up shop over there. We're going to have three different cans available for $3. So that's going to be the uh, Freehouse Folly Blonde. Uh, let me write these down so I can tag these guys. Freehouse, um, Follies, Blonde. We're going to have the uh, River Dog, River Walk, Pills. <clears throat> and then we're also going to have the Revelry, um, Lay Day, I think it's a Summer Ale, I believe. So... We're going to have three of those three things on for a can special for three bucks each all night long. Uh, we're going to be doing some food specials as well. We have a pretzel <clears throat> from four to seven that is uh, three bucks versus five on a normal day. So that's good. So get over there. 117 South Main Street is where the party is going to be happening tomorrow night. I'm telling you, you're not going to want to miss this uh, 40 mile detour there. Um, they're national. Um, they're regional. They, they have uh, albums out there. They're on. I believe Spotify and Reverb Nation and just all these places where you can get music. 
they're uh, staples around town. They play at bow ties quite often out there. And uh, James Island, John's Island. I always get those two mixed up. I want to say it's James Island, but I'm not positive. <laughs> but there are bow ties. It's, it's West Ashley. Just fucking type in bow ties West Ashley and you'll get the location. I think it's off of Maybank Highway. But they play over there quite often. Uh, they do kind of a strip down thing over there, but then they also have a big band as well. I think they kind of mix it up. But uh, they're going to have, uh, it's going to be, man, I'm telling you, if you do not get to Homegrown Brew House tomorrow night, you are missing out. Ask anyone in town about 40 Mile Detour, and they're going to tell you, yes, you must go see that. And it's a free show? Good Lord. Come on. It's free. We got 40 plus craft beers. We got bottles. We got cans. We got food for you to eat. Um, even if you're not a beer drinker, we have uh, root beer. We have uh, root beer floats. We have Canterbury sodas on draft and in bottles. We have uh, Mexican Coke. Plenty of options. Hell, I can even get you water. If you don't want soda, you don't want beer, I got some water on tap. Not on tap, actually. It's in a bottle. It's in a refrigerator. It's cold. It's refreshing. So, plenty of options out there at Homegrown Brew House. Get out to see, how many times can I say it? 40 Mile Detour, tomorrow night, which is January 31st. They're putting on uh, a show on the last day of the month of this new year in 2019. So, you're not going to want to miss it. It's going to be fantabulous. I promise you. And if it's not, if you don't like the show, I'll buy you a beer. How's that? How's that for incentive to get out there? You don't like it? I will buy your beer or a beer if you haven't had one yet. Can't beat that. Speaking of beer, I'm going to open a beer. This is my beer. This is called the Zinkanit Stout. I brewed this here in the Zing Garden many, many moons ago. Um, it was before Caleb and I even started the podcast, so. That had to be back uh, April of last year, maybe March of last year. I don't remember when I brewed this, actually. Let me, I might have it in my notes. Let's see if I got it here. Beer. There we go. Zinconet Stout. I brewed it 25 December of uh, 2018. No, 2017. I'm sorry. 2017. So it's a year and a month old right now. <clears throat> Almost exactly, to be honest with you. It's pretty close. I haven't had it in a while. I've had two bottles kind of sitting there maturing in, in the refrigerator. I should have had them in the pantry, but I'm going to pour this beer. Zinkanit Stout from the Zing Garden. It is, of course, a stout. It's an imperial stout. It is, um, I bottled it February 13th. I I did not I did not write what the um, what the ABV was on it, but I think it's um, somewhere up in the eight percent range. It's uh, it's fermented with three cups of uh, toasted coconut and a quarter cup of cacao, uh, some cocoa nibs. So it's going to be chocolatey. It's going to be coconutty. Um, I didn't do any barrel aging with it. You know what? I wish I would have now. Um, this this last two bottles, I wish I would have poured them out maybe into some sort of uh, some sort of small barrel and done a barrel aging with these last two bottles I got. But it's been sitting there aging. I'm wondering how it is going to taste. 
Excuse me. Sorry for uh, burping. I just came back from kicking chicken. That's my normal spot. After I get done at uh, Homegrown Brew House, so went over there and had, actually I had a Philly cheesesteak. Normally I go over there and get some chili or I get some chicken wings and kind of stick to my keto style diet. But uh, tonight I said, you know what, I'm going to do the Philly cheesesteak because it's pretty good most times. I need to keep this pen over here so I can write down stuff. I'm going to write down <coughs> the uh, zinc on it. I'm kind of letting that warm for a second there just in the cup. But the Zinconet Stout, brewed in the Zen Garden. Um, we're going to see how it held up. It was fairly decent to begin with. Um, my younger brother, who brews as well, he's doing a very good job with uh, some beers that he's been brewing. But he uh, said it had a small, a little bit of an off flavor to it. I could kind of see what he was saying. I can't quite put my finger on what it might be. But it wasn't enough to be off-putting I don't think is just uh, it was noticeable it was there so we're going to we're gonna taste it right now I got it in a stone glass that I actually got from stone brewing out in Escondido California I was stationed out that direction oh I smell uh, big-time chocolate on the nose um, some subtle coconut uh, flavors and smells in there as well. It's, um, you know, had a nice head to it when we poured it. I'm sure you could see it. Still got a nice uh, half-inch head on it right there. It was probably about an inch head at the, at the, at the offset when I poured it. Um, nice, dark, opaque. Is, is opaque the word that I would use for that? I don't know. I'm not, you know, a Cicerone. I'm not one of these guys that uh, is real descriptive on a beer. I know this is called Craft Conversations, and we want to try and talk a little bit about beer from time to time. Um, the lacing on that head is very nice. I'm kind of gently rolling it around, trying not to pour it on my keyboard, which I've done in the past. But the lacing and the bubbles on the head seems to be pretty tight and pretty nice. That's kind of opened the flavor up a little bit more. I get maybe a little bit more... Um, roasted uh, aroma to it uh, the chocolate is still there it's probably the most I've talked about a beer since the inception of this podcast really and it's called craft conversations the original um, kind of uh, premise of this show was that we were going to talk about craft beer and we do or I do at this point but um, it's kind of become more about uh, Maybe inspiration, motivation, uh, training, running, fitness type things. It's become more about music maybe than the beer itself. But it's still all about a conversation. So I'm having a conversation here with you guys tonight. Uh, I want to have these guys in hopefully on Tuesday, maybe a couple couple different shows that day. I'm going to be having a conversation with those guys, um, another um, podcaster, and a band from around town, local band. So it's still about conversations it may not be as much about the craft beer but it's still there and you know as I have uh, more brewers on and business owners matter of fact uh, new breweries opening up uh, February 7th I'd like to get those guys on maybe before they open I need to I need to email them actually or message them uh, Wide Awake Brewing Company their premiere not premiere their grand opening is February 7th <clears throat> I'll tag those guys and uh, I'm going to contact them and see 
if um, you know maybe I can get them in as well on Monday or Tuesday uh, before their Thursday opening and uh, kind of do that maybe for the Tuesday release maybe I get them in there on Monday I don't know fuck I got too many things to do now all right oh we're gonna taste this beer here we go Zinconet Stout Super heavy on the chocolate. Um, if I'm going to say something about this point, I probably, you know, it had cocoa nibs that came with um, with the kit that I that I used. I added some extra cacao powder that I had. And what did I add? I added, um, where is that at? I added an extra quarter cup of cacao. I probably could have maybe gone with an eighth of a cup or maybe not even any at all, but it's definitely made it very chocolatey. If, you, if you've ever had uh, the Young's double chocolate stout from uh, Samuel Smith, kind of think about that a little bit, how chocolatey that beer is, and that's kind of uh, maybe where I am with this one. The coconut is still there. It's kind of hidden in the chocolate. The chocolate is the overpowering uh, theme at this point. It's got a very nice, thick uh, mouthfeel to it. There is still a slight, and I can't figure out what it is, is a slight off flavor in there, but it's not, again, it's not enough to make you not want to drink it. It's just enough to kind of make you go, hmm, what is that? What is that that I'm getting in that uh, sip? So, but super chocolatey, man. Young's Double Chocolate Stout uh, really comes to mind when I drink that. So I'm liking it. I think it's aged well. Actually, I think it's better than the last time I drank it, which was probably a good at least three months, maybe even more than that. No, it's it, yeah, it's definitely more than that. I mean, it's probably five months ago that I drank this beer. Um, so it's definitely aged well. Oh, man, super chocolatey right now. That would be great with some sort of dessert or... Um, just a cookie in general, I don't know. It'd be really good, but super chocolatey. So I still think I could have gone with a little less cacao powder, but <clears throat> if you really like chocolate, I think you'd love this beer. Too bad I only have one, one bottle of it left. Well, a bottle and a half is what I have left. So Just touch these springs. Can you hear that? That's what I did a second ago. So what else is going on, guys? Um, I just uh, did day 25. You know, I'm still trying to do that 365 days of consecutive running. So I did day 25 today, and I actually went out with my older brother, Bruce, today. And he talked me in. Not, he didn't talk me into it. He, he suggested it uh, this past weekend when we were doing a get-together for everybody's birthday. I think I mentioned it the last podcast. We got together at my, my my parents' house for uh, my younger brother Kevin, my older brother Bruce, and my dad's uh, birthday. They all have a birthday that falls in January, the 20th, the 24th, and the 27th. So we all met at my <clears throat> parents' house on Sunday. Uh, Bruce commented to me that uh, he's trying to do uh, another half marathon and that he's also trying to do a couple sprint triathlons. So he's trying to get on the bike a little bit more. He also needs to get in the water and start swimming, but he specifically 
right now wanted to get on the bike to add to his running routine. So he told me he wanted to start doing a bike ride on Wednesdays. And if I was interested, I could join him and we could do a Wednesday bike type thing as, as part of a little cross training for me and a little specific training for him for a triathlon, a sprint triathlon. So we got out and did the first one of those today. Um, I think he was shooting for like a 15 miler. We ended up doing 13.2 somewhere. I'm not going to look it up. It's 13 something. I want to say 13.2 is what we ended up doing. So a little short of what he wanted to do, but it was a good route. I think it was 44 degrees and it felt like maybe 40. Um, and with the wind chill, you know, at us going an average of um, 13 or 14 miles an hour plus the little wind that would, would kick up in general, I think we had a pretty good wind chill going on. And it was good. It was a good bike ride. It's the first time I've, I've gotten on my bike in quite a while. I have a mountain bike and I have a road bike. So I do a little bit of both, but the first time I've been on my road bike probably since the beginning of this past summer. So my legs definitely got a little different uh, workout today. You know, the first uh, couple miles, my quads were screaming at me like, what are you doing? This is totally different than the running you've been doing. But we ended up doing that 13.23-ish or whatever. Uh, went back to his house. We had an after-ride after libation, kind of rehydrated a little bit. And then I went back down for the trail, <clears throat> the Saul Branch Trail is where we normally, uh, or where we did the, the bike ride. I went back to the Saul Branch Trail around around dusk time and uh, was going to try and get in at least a mile to go ahead and count my running for today, day 25. I was out, man, about the first quarter mile, or I was, I was 0.2 miles, <laughs> two miles in, and I'm like, holy shit, I don't think I can run a mile. My legs are toast right now. Because I, you know, I'd done the bike ride and then we had sat down and I had cooled down. Uh, so now the weather was like extremely chilly and my legs were heavy. But I did the, the point two and once I looked at it, I'm like, God damn, I've only gone point two miles. So then I kept, uh, I kept running and I, I was running out. I was going to go, you know, point five or half mile and then bolted back to do the other half and just uh, do a mile total. Well, I was on my, on my way back. On the way out, um, I kind of did the pavement for the most part. Not pavement. It wasn't concrete. I guess it's pavement. I don't know what the difference is. Concrete's a little, um, a little denser and a little harder on your on your joints and on your back and on your knees and stuff. Uh, I think pavement has a little bit more give to it. So I was on the pavement pretty much on the way out. On the way back, I tried to come off of the pavement a little bit and, and ride on the uh, on the grass and the, and the soft uh, soil there. Had a little bit of a of a toe to it, so you know I prefer to be a little bit flat. I don't like to have one leg doing some doing down low and one leg kind of up high, you know, on a high um, angle on the uh, shoulder there. So it wasn't much of an angle, so I, I did it. You know, I'm I'm off on the shoulder. The uh, sun had kind of set a little bit, so the dusk had set in. Visibility was kind of low. Next thing I know. I hit a little, a little bit of a, of a root coming out of the, the side of the sidewalk there. My left toe hit it, bam! I immediately went straight forward. I mean, I was going down, had my, my phone in my right hand, I was carrying it because I don't have any pockets in the jacket that I was wearing. 
and I didn't bring my uh, my belt that I would normally put my phone in. Um, <clears throat> I hit this root. My left foot immediately propelled me, projected me forward. Um, I had the phone in my right hand. I went down, caught myself on my right. I, I caught myself on my right palm. Or I'm sorry, this is my left hand. I caught myself on my left palm, and as I did that, I made a conscious effort to push off with my left hand and duck my right shoulder and and do a roll. I mean, that's just, um, that's from years of snow skiing. You have to learn how to, to fall as a snow skier, I think is, to me, is the number one, you know, I used to instruct skiing a little bit. My number one thing is teaching somebody how to fall properly. Because if you don't fall properly, you're going to break a leg, you're going to break an arm, you're going to break your neck, you're going to kill yourself, possibly. So I would teach people how to fall because inevitably you're going to fall when you first start out. So you need to know, you need to know how to fall. So that training kicked in. Um, also being in the martial arts since I was 15 years old, we, we learned how to fall and how to roll and how to... Um, to not hurt ourselves on the floor so I kicked in my skiing and my martial arts training and pushed off duck rolled popped right back up and just kept on running the phone was still in my hand didn't drop anything and um, even with doing that and a little bit of uh, tiredness and slowness I still was able to get in like a 10 12 uh, one miler after a 13 mile bike and after a fall so I felt good about it I'm not bragging I'm just saying I did it, and I feel good about it. So there's that. What else do we got? I guess, you know, I just look back at my notes here. I guess one of the big things we got is we're going to have the second brewery, brewery. How do you say it? Brewery? A brewery. We have the second beer-making location in Somerville coming up. February 7th is the grand opening. I think it goes from 7th uh, to the 10th is, is their grand opening window. Wide Awake Brewing Company. It's on the other side of the interstate uh, from where Oak Road Brewing is. Uh, so you're over in the Sangaree area going towards uh, Monk's Corner. I'm not sure the exact address. I'm not going to look it up. You can look it up. It's called Wide Awake Brewing Company. Grand opening on the 7th. And again, I'm going to contact those guys after I get done with this podcast and see if maybe we can slide something together before their grand opening here and uh, put together a little podcast to explain uh, their vision, what they're doing, how they got together, how they put it all together, their style of beer, whatever. Maybe get some info from these guys. If not, we'll get them on soon enough. Don't worry about it. So that's happening. Um, On top of 40 Mile Detour coming up tomorrow night, which you, you know, get there. You have to. I'm telling you, you're going to be sorry that you missed it. On top of that, Friday night uh, is the first Friday of the month. It's February 1st. We're going to have Ron Daniel in the house. He's there on the first Friday of every month. So get out there and see Ron Daniel from 8 to 10. He has really picked up his game. He's got a lot of new covers that he um, has put together. He's got some other, some new original tunes that he's done as well. He's really picking it up and getting in the groove and doing some good things out there. So, 40-mile detour tomorrow night, 8 to 10, the 31st of January, and then Ron Daniel, February 1st, 8 to 10 as well, there at Homegrown, 117 South Main Street. So, 
I think that's all I got, guys. I just want to give you an update. I want to give you an update on the roulette. Um, if you know any musicians, get them out there. Wednesday, 79. All they got to do is pop in with a guitar, man. We'll plug them in. We got all the, the equipment set up. All they got to do is plug in and uh, take a spin on the Wheel of Misfortune. All right. So, I guess that's it. Please uh, go out to... Um, to Podbean, to YouTube, to Spotify, to Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to music um, and podcast, and select that like button, uh, make a comment, please, uh, share, hit the notifications button so you get notified whenever I have a new podcast that comes out. Uh, send me an email if you'd like, craftconversationspod at gmail.com. Go to my Facebook page, go to my Instagram, direct message me, private message me. Let me know what you would like to hear on the podcast. If you have any questions, uh, comments that you would like me to answer, trivia, whatever. Send me some info and let's, uh, let's have a conversation about it. All right. That is all I got. We're at 33 minutes. And I think you know what I'm going to say. Talk to you soon. <laughs>